Pac-12 today! Listening to Pac-12 today on Sirius XM Pac-12 Radio 373. Here's Sean O'Connell and Jeff Schwartz. All right, Hold Rubino, DevilsDigest.com joins us to talk about the season that was and that uh, that H word, hope, in the Valley of the Sun. Hode, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we appreciate you uh, taking the time with us today. Jeff and I were just discussing this, that, you know, the 2022 season was not great for a lot of reasons, except maybe it ripped the Band-Aid off and forces a changing of the guard, forces a turning of the page, and now you can have a positive outlook. Whether it's realistic or not, you can have a positive outlook for 2023 and the uncertainty that comes with having a new head coach. Is this a hopeful time for Arizona State football? Yeah, I think I really hit the, it's, a, it's a nail on the head. I mean, I don't think anybody was expecting 2022 season to be uh, anything great. Um, I thought that if they even reached uh, a 6-6 six and six record, a lot of things would have to break their way, and uh, that definitely was not uh, the case. You know, obviously everything happened uh, back in June of 2021 when the NCAA lost, uh, launched an investigation that is still ongoing as we speak into uh, uh, illegal uh, recruiting visits during, uh, during the dead period. And uh, when he had a mass exodus of staff members, a mass exodus of players coming into the 2022 season, it was almost a given uh, that uh, not, not, not much should be expected. And, yeah, I definitely think that uh, head coach uh, Kenny Dillingham, an ASU alumnus, somebody who was born and raised here in the Valley of the Sun, uh, definitely does bring a lot of hope uh, to this uh, Sun Devil program. Obviously, has a lot of uh, work ahead of him. But uh, I just uh, think that uh, Arizona State's uh, thinking out of the box and really uh, trying to, as Kenny Dillingham would tell you, activate the Valley, I think uh, that's exactly the shot in the on this program needed. So, yes, there definitely is a lot of hope. And uh, you just, uh, if you're an ASU fan, you'll say the hope actually turns into success uh, sooner rather than later. But it's definitely a monumentous uh, task for Kenny Dillingham and his staff. Is this a, a job that needed someone who understands Arizona and who, who was here to, to win or was just kind of happenstance that you found the coach you wanted that also is an alum of the school? I, I think uh, more than anything, this hire was really a hire by the boosters. I mean, not to uh, you know talk too much about water under the bridge, but uh, Ray Anderson, the athletic director, uh, five uh, five six years ago, really sold uh, the ASU boosters on the whole pro model uh, structure of the program, uh, telling that Herm Edwards and all the uh, coaches that he would bring that are ex NFL players, ex NFL coaches would really just have this uh, out-of-the-box thinking that could really elevate Arizona State uh, to the heights that everybody wants them to be elevated to. Uh, that obviously uh, uh, blew up in their face. So uh, this time around, it really was the boosters rather than Ray Anderson and the athletic department that, that, uh, that were driving this higher. And they just felt like, okay, you know, we did uh, try it your way with an NFL model that obviously uh, did not work one iota. Now let's go to another out-of-the-box thinking, but this time we're going to hire somebody who's an ASC alumnus, who knows this Valley, uh, you know, up, up and down when it comes to in, in-state recruiting, relationships with, with, with high schools, and more than anything, somebody who can really bring hope to uh, the, the local fan base over here instead of just hiring another retread that uh, may have been a head coach in this program or that program uh, in, in, in the past. So I think uh, that's really uh, the, the, the thinking at Arizona State. They know that this program is really ailing, and maybe out-of-the-box thinking is what they're needed, but now the out-of-the-box approach 
is just very different than it was when you hired um, Herm Edwards and tried to employ this pro model. Code Rubino talking Arizona State football here. Uh, a look back, I guess, sort of on the 2022 season, but really more importantly, look forward mm-hmm. at 2023. Uh, Arizona State right now is among uh, the teams in the country with the highest numbers of transfers heading out mm-hmm. of the program. And I would anticipate that there's a rebound effect, meaning that they're going to try and bring in an equal or potentially even greater number of transfers in. To, uh, to to fill in the gaps and, and fix things quickly. What's the strategy for the transfer portal with Kenny Dillingham's staff? Well, I think uh, Kenny Dillingham in his introductory press conference said that I, I'm somebody who endorses the transfer portal because I think it does forces uh, coaches to be tra- transparent and, and be honest. And uh, sometimes you have a lot of players in the transfer portal to begin with just because they were lied uh, to by their uh, by their previous coaches by by their previous schools and i think that um you know he's, he's somebody that knows that he has a lot of holes to fix and the transfer portal rather than the high school junior college ranks is really a more sure way to fix those in short order rather than invest in a project that may only pan out two to two three years from now arizona state actually leads uh the nation with uh, 19 players added from the transfer portal, and I think that number could get uh, much closer to 25 once the uh, May transfer portal uh, window actually closes. So uh, I think that uh, for the most part, they've really been uh, able to address a lot of a lot of positions uh, with uh, some players that some of them all proven uh, in, in 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 the Power Five ranks. So uh, I, I think that the transfer portal is uh, one vehicle that potentially can help ASU maybe engineer a turnaround sooner rather. Uh, sooner rather than later, but more importantly, uh, you had a, a, a former head coach in Herm Edwards that was always complaining about the transfer portal, talking about it, it being like NFL free agency, which it really is. But uh, instead of uh, agonizing over the concept of transfer portal, why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and embrace it? And that's what uh, a young, hungry coach like uh, Ken Dillingham is doing, and I think uh, some of the additions can really uh, prove to be beneficial in uh, 2023 and beyond. We've seen you know, schools use the transfer portal to target specific positions, right? Like we, like this position is a mm-hmm. position of need. It does feel like Arizona State's kind of going for the bulk, right? Like we just got to get as many players as possible. Does it feel that way to you? Like they're just going to just try to revamp the roster and, you know, they're, they're not targeting uh, specific positions to add to. Well, I think that uh, right now uh, Arizona State's a ship that, uh, that's still really leaking uh, from, from many spots. So that's why you're seeing transfer portals literally in, in each and every position uh, on the field. Now, there's something to be said uh, to get uh, players in the trenches, offensive and defensive line, from the transfer portal because physically, I mean, they're, they're ready made uh, the, uh, for college. I mean, it's very rare that you would get uh, a player from the high school ranks uh, to be ready to uh, be in the two deep in the offense or the, or the defensive line. And even junior college uh, players who are obviously older than high school ones are sometimes hit and miss. But uh, I think that Arizona State uh, did add uh, quite a few players on both the offensive and, and, and the defensive line. And, again, that's not saying they've ignored other positions because they definitely have not done that. But uh, they, they know that uh, if those uh, two positions on the field are not shored up in short order, uh, you, you're really not going to have that uh, uh, desirable domino effect, if you will, of everything just uh, playing, playing itself out uh, in, in a positive manner. So uh, I think that uh, – it's, it's no surprise to me, to me to see uh, more than a handful of uh, players uh, being added both on the offensive and the defensive line from the transfer portal because, again, I think uh, that element of, of, been, of been there, done that 
is definitely maybe a little more important in those two positions than probably other ones, I guess, save a quarterback. How would I, even as I ask this question, I fully acknowledge that it's pretty unfair to ask, especially <laughs> on January 5th, because we don't have a, a real accurate picture of what the roster is going to look like when games sure. are, are legitimately played. But I don't know how we assess realistic turnarounds in college football anymore because of the transfer portal, because mm-hmm. of coaching staff changes, blah, blah, blah. We saw uh, Jed Fish go from one win to five wins and was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. that's a really high-quality improvement that's on pace. Tulane sure. went from two wins to 12 wins. I don't know. Like, that doesn't feel realistic, <laughs> but you can do it. So what – what should Arizona State be targeting now? Well, I mean, at the risk of uh, giving the same prediction that I gave last year, which obviously didn't, didn't work out too well, I think that a 6-6 six and six prediction is probably really not out of the question, uh, just for the fact that Arizona State is one of those odd, odd in a positive uh, manner, a year where they actually have eight home games. So you'd like to think that if they can win just even half of those uh of, 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 of those home games that they actually could uh, really achieve uh, some uh, six wins realistically. So I don't mean to be uh, placing all my eggs in one basket. That That is the eight home games, but I like to think that Arizona State, even though uh, with the uh, bevy of newcomers uh, that they're gonna be, that's going to be on this roster, I would think the number is going to be closer to 35 or 40 when it's all said and done. Uh, I think that uh, really under those circumstances, uh, winning winning six games, uh, reaching reach that 500 mark uh, is probably not a, an outlandish prediction. Do a lot of things have to still fall Arizona State's uh, way? Absolutely. Uh, is there definitely an element of uncertainty when you have a brand-new coaching staff? Uh, sure. I mean, and, and when you point to those two programs in Tulane in Arizona, they already had established, established coaching staff. So maybe even uh, when you have an improvement of four wins or, I guess in Tulane's case, eight wins, uh, you shouldn't be uh, too surprised because uh, there is a foundation already built as opposed to Arizona State, which is building the foundation as we speak and will continue to do so all, 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 all the way through the summer. But uh, I feel that uh, that, that, that finish, finishing 6-6, uh, six and six, again, with a very favorable uh, schedule when it comes to eight home games, I don't think it's really out of the question. But uh, like I said earlier, guys, uh, there's definitely a lot of work to be done in Tempe. I don't think anybody is uh, really uh, – that thinking that think, thinking otherwise, or really trying to sugarcoat or put a spin on it, and I think Kenny Dillingham and and, and his staff uh, no, no too. But you know, maybe again, going back to this uh, shot of the arm and just a change of culture in the team, maybe you can have a program like Arizona State uh, overachieve and be one of those examples, as you mentioned earlier. Earlier, in, in terms of having a dramatic turnaround, and for Arizona State, really, is just uh, talking about doubling the wins from three to six. I I don't know if I would even call that a dramatic turnaround, but I would definitely call it uh, a feasible achievement for the Sun Devils in 2023. Hode, happy new year. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Happy new year, guys. Hode Rubino, devilsdigest.com. Uh, Jeff, I asked this question on the air yesterday. You weren't here. It's the it's the old uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, but how long can we say happy new year as we're having guests on for the first time in 2023? End of the week. Tomorrow, last day. Really? I think so, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to do it next Friday just to upset you. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm just. I'll, all right, I'm off next Friday, everybody. It's been a tournament. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Uh, I think what we saw, we saw something from Arizona State 
in 2022 that I think they should just make the strategy for transfer portal players in 2023. And I'll tell you what that is next. Sean O'Connell and Jeff Schwartz on Pac-12 Today.